Que lo que hay mi gente, welcome to Let's Hablar Podcast, brought to you by Hablemos Productions. Vamos a hablar. Happy New Year, guys. This is the first time we're filming in 2024. So I just want to say again, thanks for joining us on Let's Hablar Podcast. Welcome to the show. Today we have our wonderful and amazing Kai. And then we have the forever fabulous Clara. Hi. We'll be discussing, fam, all things that have to do with toxic behavior, abuse, responsibility, and we're also going to discuss a little bit about karma because I do believe that karma's a bitch and it does come to bite you in the ass in the moment that you least expect it, and sometimes in the way that you least expect. Yeah. But we're going to be relating this towards the show made on Netflix. If you have not watched it, I do highly suggest that you do. And that if you are being abused or you are a victim of domestic violence, please seek help. You are entitled to feel safe and you are entitled not to be in a predicament that is endangering to your life or mental state. So please seek help. Um, I'll probably put something in the description phone numbers, websites, things like that. Just know that it does vary from state to state. So I'll just try to see if I can find like a universal hotline or something like that for you guys. Um, Really quickly, Netflix. The reason why this got me thinking was because Kai and I watched this show a while back ago made. And at first there were certain things that I didn't really, my initial thought is not, oh, that's abuse. But this Mm. show really did kind of, like open up. open up that, you know, my eyes in that sense, such as like financial abuse. I didn't really think of that as like a form of abuse until I saw the, the show and Kai made me watch it because I was like, I didn't see that show. I saw it on my suggestion. Honestly, I haven't even heard of it. It's called Made. Made. Uh, M-A-I-D. Mm-hmm. Really good show. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's like probably seven parts, maybe, maybe seven or eight parts, um, the standard for Netflix. But it, then it got me thinking because the new season of Love is Blind is coming out and that's a show that we also watch because we we fell in love with Lauren and Cam on season one. They seemed like the real couple that had legit connection, connection from the experiment. And they're still married to this day. So it, to me, they were kind of like what would be the goal for someone participating in that type of show. Mm-hmm. And then when I was looking into it, I thought there was only one lawsuit in Love is Blind, and it turns out there's three. But Ooh. we're going to talk about two women, their lawsuits, but also Nancy and Bartiste from season three, because I think she didn't realize that she was in potentially what could have led up to a domestic violence type situation. Yeah. Um, had she gone through with the marriage? Had they actually said, I do? Um, backstory on that. Made young woman, she is with her partner, the, chi- the child's father. Um, they're young, so they're like probably in their early 20s when they had their child. There is an altercation where he throws, I don't remember if it was a bowl or a glass or something at her. It hits the wall, glass shatters, she gets out. She initially does not want to say that she's a victim of domestic violence, but they're telling her like, you need to report it, that is domestic violence, and eventually she goes learning through through her journey that she was a victim of domestic violence, and not only was she a victim of domestic violence, but she had lived a pattern of domestic violence because of her parents, the way her mom mom lived her life and things like that. So she finally gets up and goes her own way with her daughter and is able to have her, her life. But what got me with that with Nancy and Bartiz was the emotional abuse, mm-hmm. right? Because there's different kinds of abuse. There's physical, which is the one that most people would I assume, uh, emotional, sexual abuse, and if that's a trigger, I'm so sorry, um, financial abuse and psychological abuse. Mm-hmm. I think Nancy was potentially a victim of two types of abuse, which is emotional and psychological abuse, mm-hmm. because when they're in the pods, right? So those rooms... Where yeah. there's a wall in between, they're Excuse only me. talking to each Thank other. They're only talking to each other, and through a wall. He had this connection with her, and as soon as they go to the real world, he's like in love with his other potential, the other person that he thought he had a connection with because of how she looks. 
she's a smokehouse. I think that's what he said she oh. was. And he told his now engaged partner that when he and Raven, the other person who right. he had a connection with, walk into a room, that people look at them and think, wow, they're hot. Like, they're attractive. They're sexy. Whatever. They're a great couple. They're great. Yeah. yeah. So, and making her kind of feel bad about her looks. And then his, his affection... <clears throat> starts to kind of change where he's like more withdrawn he's not as communicated like not communicating with and her after they chose to say yes to each other or how does when, that when they were engaged happen? after they were engaged oh, after they were engaged so yeah. they weren't married but they're engaged yeah. okay they they go through that he starts to be distant they have a private conversation in my opinion amongst a couple mm-hmm. and on the day that she's meeting his parents he brings it up to his parents knowing that his parents are very like I, I want to say the like conservative in a sense yeah. that they, they're pro-lifers and she's more pro-choice. Yeah. So that to me was a little bit like you're almost like creating sabotage. For Putting her on the spot. Yeah. yeah. Because how are you going to bring that up knowing your parents feel a certain way and it's a private conversation that you guys have together on the day she's meeting them. That's mm-hmm. their first initial impression of her is mm-hmm. that she would abort a baby. That's a different conversation for a different day. day. Mm-hmm. But... I didn't think that that was good, and then eventually she was like, you know what, before the I do's, right? Before yeah, yeah. Not, before, to, before, like, probably two or three weeks before they get married, she says, I don't think that this is going to work. I think we should say no at the altar because you're not you're not who I thought you were, and he's like, I'm going to change. Goes through this whole, like, trying to redeem himself, right. be affectionate. He even takes her to a permanent jewelry place where they put, like, the permanent bracelets and stuff like that gets her one as a symbol of their love and they had agreed that if either of them were going to say no they would let each other know prior to the altar so Mm -hmm. that way they're not blindsided he did not do that he waited till they were at the altar and said no in front of everybody and Nancy is a is a Latina, so her family, her brothers were not happy. They couldn't remind me of. Couldn't remind me of my. That's cousin. narcissistic behavior, and we've had this conversation before, yeah. you know. Inter- yeah. So and her family, like, both acted like our moms. Mm-hmm. Her her brother she acted went in. like your yeah. brothers. Like he went over there and he's like, "Why the f are we all here? You're trying to play my sister, make her look mm-hmm. stupid." One of our family. But I, I, so I gotta cut in though because I think. So I I definitely agree that, like, he was inappropriate. But to say, like, emotional abuse is hard to say because, like, I know in my line of work, like, it's really, really hard to prove that somebody is emotionally abusive. Like, there has to be, like, a line of, like, your actions are then causing this other person. And this is just in kind of, like, my space, right? Mm -hmm. Um so you guys know the situations I've been through, right? Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, people people are assholes, right? The straight up assholes. But to be like emotionally abu- when I think of emotionally abusive, I think of like just because people are saying those things not appropriate at all, but like that that in terms if we are trying to determine emotional abuse your what you're saying has to then lead me to be so um make me do something so like self-harming or lead to my mental depression or or things like that so it's kind of hard when like they were together for such a short period of time not minimizing that at all whatsoever right but like looking at kind of the bigger picture like that conversation about oh yeah like I am attracted to her or um she is a smoke show she is a smoke show she was hot um again not appropriate like Clara was saying the narcissistic behaviors and stuff like that is it and again I don't think he's right at all okay maybe I would teeter the line emotional abuse because I know that there were other things that came up um as far as like his behavior and things like that but I think when we're kind of like accusing somebody of being abusive, like we need concrete facts. And because emotional abuse can't be proven, it can't be proven like physical abuse, right? Like there's no marks, there's no bruises to say like, no, you socked me in my face. I have a bruise. 
Um, so with the emotional abuse, I know it's super, super hard because it's like, okay, so at what line do we draw like, okay, so I can't, I can't say that I'm attracted to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super hard and it's kind of like, okay, I look at it like if I'm in a relationship with somebody, can I have an open con uh, conversation mm -hmm. about like, oh, this man just walked by like, I think that person's super attractive because I want to be able to, sorry, I want to be able to have 100% honesty with my partner and be able to say like, yeah, I think this person's attractive. That that doesn't say that I don't think my husband or my partner is any less attractive. Um, again, I don't think how he went about anything was appropriate and Nancy's a bombshell just as much as Raven was um, and she's a boss. So, like, that was his loss 100%. Um, but I think emotionally abusive, there has to be a lot more, I think, I to think it. I think it would be not only did he say, like, she, Raven's a smokehouse, mm -hmm. which, granted, Raven is very pretty, and she's fit because she's a Pilates instructor mm -hmm. for business. So she's, <laughs> she's very fit. But the fact that you kind of almost, like, implant little strategically seeds. like uh -huh. little seeds to make this person feel bad about their body mm -hmm. and about their looks that's where i'm like okay, you are emotionally trying to f her up right a lot and it's like that random moment so it can't be detected because it's not but i don't know you know i don't know if that was his intention i think he saw her and i don't think that he wasn't necessarily attracted to her i think there was some type of attraction but i think he was more attracted to raven and so his intent was that he wasn't fully attracted like he was to this other woman. So he was trying to like, he was in his own head and he was just trying to sabotage the relationship and that's how he knew how. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had like that malintent necessarily to be like, oh, I'm going to completely like tear this woman. I know people like that just, people just, I don't think he had that maliciousness yeah yeah i didn't i mean i'm gonna be the source i'm here because i didn't watch the show i i'm not i'm only familiar with it because of what i see on my you know social media but not because i i watch so you guys got to see how they are you know in front of the cameras or whatnot or even when they're so you know you've seen these people's like mannerisms or whatnot and like Kai said it to me, it's true. Emotional abuse is kind of hard to prove, like if you were going to bring it up in court or whatnot. Um, the one that's the most um, easiest, of course, to pinpoint is the physical abuse. But in terms of uh, emotional abuse, I feel that there are ways to prove it because um, in the line of work that we are in, we see a lot of people, especially children, their behavior changes. Mm -hmm. um, and with adults as well, those of us that have been part of some type of abuse, traumas or whatnot, you know, it, we're later on judged like, oh, you're crazy or oh, you're this or you're overreacting mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, like she did say she doesn't feel that maybe there was malice in it or something, but that's how good a narcissist is. You know, they... they I'm just learning these words and what they mean and putting them together. But since I was little, I've seen these behaviors in people, in my family, in my friends. And so, um, and then the emotional abuse can be. Now, if you have a, that relationship, like Kai said, where, hey, you know, we're going to openly communicate. Oh, I think that girl is very pretty. Or, hey, that guy's so handsome. Or, I love the way he looks. To me, that's not abusive, especially if you have that communication with your partner. Right. However, if you're going to do it in a sense where you're belittling, like, ooh, that girl looks really good. If you would wear this, you know, like you're comparing. So to me, that is planting those little seeds. And that is with malice because and then especially if you're going to leave her at the altar, it's been like you've been planning this like, OK, now it could also be his way of showing like I'd rather her hate me. And, and, and I'm going to tell her, I don't want this, I don't want this, because that's the only way I can end this. Mm -hmm. So that is another way of psychological abuse, even for himself mm -hmm. and, and for somebody else. Some people can, we can self-sabotage, mm -hmm. you know, and then it comes off as we are being mean to somebody else, but yet we're doing it to ourselves as well. So it, it's, it's, a, it's a hard 
topic in a sense, like Kai said, because the whole emotional abuse is really hard to prove, but it can at the end affect both parties, the person giving it and the person receiving it, you know? I think that, like, for me, cause especially because Nancy met me Vicky. Like, mm-hmm. she rem- the way she talked, I told you, like, she reminded my sister the way she talked and the way she laughed. Like, her voice reminded me of my sister. Mm-hmm. And I, her family reminded me of our family. So, mm-hmm. it, to me, it was very much, like, I felt connected to her story. Right. But what irritated me was the whole, like, he thought he was, a gift to this earth, like bajale, no eches lumbre, no eches, no eches lumbre, yeah, like, what the hell, don't be putting light, like, wire fluid onto the fire, you ain't that cute, you ain't that hot, I don't know why you think you're all that in a bag mm-hmm. of chips, like, you're really not, if you think that she's not attractive, because someone else you find is more attractive, what makes you think that she can't think the same thing, but she's just not telling you, right, you know, like, there's, you don't have to continuously put it in someone's head, and I feel like a lot of people who are abusers, um, I think that they their initial like acts of abuse aren't done with that intent. Like they don't really realize that they're doing it at first, but then it becomes a pattern, and then it starts to morph. In my opinion, like mm-hmm, it can mm-hmm. morph into other things, and that's why I was like, okay. And then it also goes to karma. When I was like, okay, that, that could be maybe like the start of emotional and psychological abuse of what yeah. they're going through. And if they had gotten married, if he had actually said I do after she said I do, because she said I do first, their their relationship would be very toxic. Mm. It would be very, very bad, and I don't think that it would be a healthy environment for either of them. Yeah. Because um, after that, I guess, rumor is, he had gone to a bar, ran into a blonde tall woman, which he said was his type, and when they brought it up at the reunion, he instantly got defensive, I don't want to talk about my sex life. No one asked you about your sex life. They said that you, not too long, a few days after saying no, no, Mm -hmm. meet with this blonde woman at a bar, was that your way of trying to move on? Like, that's what they were trying to get at, Mm -hmm. and you're getting offended. Well, he got a woman pregnant out of wedlock. And I just realized, by the way, it's wetlock. I've been saying wetlock this whole time. Um, so <laughs> he got her pregnant, and now he's a single dad because allegedly the mother has now abandoned the child with mm. him permanently. And I'm like, okay, this is karma. Now you're going to be a single parent, which is one of the hardest things in the world to do. Do you have a girl or a boy? Boy. Mm. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is interesting and i see all these women on his live like oh my god you're such a good man he's parenting like he ain't doing nothing special like he's parenting we need to stop seeing a lot of but see men need that mental reassurance as well Mm -hmm. because and i'm not trying to put anybody down i am not trying to degrade anybody or take away from anybody but i feel that um again generation after generation women have always been stronger in the mind than men have um, because we come from a place where we have to just go and get things done and figure it out Mm -hmm. and just go with the flow. Men have always just been taught or raised or whatever word we want to use to where you go to work, you provide, Mm -hmm. you're a man, you get to be served, um, you get don't get to have any feelings, you can't cry, you can't Mm -hmm. do this, you can't do that. So when a man is left in a position where he has to learn how to be a parent. And has to figure it out. Yes. <laughs> being single. Women, there's so many single women out there with more than one child, and they figure it out. Some of them are so lucky to have a village, and some of them are not. And men, they never really do. On the contrary, some men, and I will say this, and this is very um, touchy, I guess. A lot of men do have their mothers. Who make it even worse, especially in Hispanic families. Um, the moms take care of, I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen in any other culture. I'm pretty sure it does. But, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the men in, in, in Hispanic cultures, like they have the moms always helping. The mom will help raise their kids, finish raising them and, and not even finish raising them. Like, it's true. They're their mama's boys till their last breath. And and I'm a mom of four boys, and I don't want to be that mom where I'm an enabler. I know that I mess up every day because I'm not perfect. But I don't want to be that mom. 
I, I cannot because I'm not allowing my son to take accountability for anything. And I can't do that. And so with him and a lot of men who are single parents, what I was getting at is that they do also need the reassurance that they're doing a good job. They do need a village. They do need mental breaks because, um, again, I'm not putting anybody down, but I feel that men have always been so bottled, like they bottle everything in because they're taught not to show any emotion. Not You just go provide and that's it, you know. But these single fathers do need a lot of support because, honestly, they don't have the instinct in them like we as women do. Um, and, unfortunately, that's why these men do become, I believe, narcissistic, uh, abusive, uh, you know, emotional, physical, not because they do have malice, like Kai was saying, but because it's something that just... It's something they just see, and it's like a circle. Okay, so this is how I have to do it. This is how I have to do it, because this person's doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, I just feel that we need to support men in general, whether they're single parents, whether they're in a relationship. Men just need to open up a little bit more and allow their feelings and right. to feel these feelings and to show these feelings um, because they don't have to prove nothing to nobody, I think, right. just to themselves. And unfortunately, society for decades and decades and hundreds of years we've allowed men to have this control over our lives and, and their own lives, you know, and then that's how I feel men go into this where they don't even realize they're being abusive Mm -hmm. because it's part of who they've always been or what they've seen their parents, their uncles, Mm -hmm. their, you know, so it's something, I don't know. I just feel that as a, as a, as a whole, I truly believe in karma, like you were saying, the universe, and we've had this conversation before in terms of what we believe in. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a full circle, you know. And and maybe this is his karma. Life is giving him something, and he's raising a boy to turn into a man. And maybe he's going to see certain behaviors in his child that he's not going like. to like. But yet they're a reflection mm-hmm. of who he is. Right. So moral of the story: if you're a guy. It's okay to cry. It is it okay is. to cry. And that's why I was like, you know, I know that they need the support. Like, I get I'm that. a softie for we a have, guy that cries. I'm like, oh, we, have, we have males in our family that are single parents. And they ha- they've been doing it for their kids the way they're supposed to because it's called parenting. And what works for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's like, one thing that got me with a different influencer, I guess you would call him, Scott D. Henry on TikTok. He, he got really upset because I guess he was like, watching his kids and someone said oh you're babysitting and he's like no I'm not babysitting I'm parenting it's yeah. not like, babysitting it's my your kids kid. <laughs> like they're not, I'm not a stranger they're my children and so when they're like acting all these women I see their comments almost as if he so is babysitting and I'm like you're not ba- he, this is his child like that your job is to raise this little human being like that's your yeah. job it's not and that's what I was like this I feel like that feeds the ego of someone who has Again, like we know that not everything is done initially in, in a malicious way, sometimes. but sometimes, yeah, yeah, but sometimes it it feeds to those patterns yeah. and it can increase the possibility of abuse later. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's something that a lot of people catch. So I was like, oh, okay, well that 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 sounds like that's not good. Like I'm now looking at it, I don't think that's yeah. healthy of what you're doing and how how you move about life, but karma came and bit you on, bit you on your ass because it is the hardest job. I don't care what anyone says. It's being a parent is a job. It's a job that you don't get paid for. And it's one of the hardest things in life because your child's going to have their own little personalities. They're going to have their own attitude. They're going to have their own little beliefs. And you have to maneuver how to raise an individual based off of this little person's personality. And it's not always going to clash. That's why there's rebellious kids. That's why stuff happens. And you would know a lot about, like, children being out of pocket. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, it's just one of those things that it's hard. It's just one of those things that it's hard. Don't make it seem like I just got heck of kids over here. No. <laughs> I have no kids, just to clarify. She no knows, kids. I don't know. Mello, don't Mello, Mello is out of pocket all the time. He's over here taking a nap by his tia. He loves my tea. Just like he always does. Mm-hmm. Like he lifts up like don't talk to don't talk about me, mom. <laughs> I saw you, baby. But you know that was my like two cents. I think hmm. that yeah, it could have progressed if they had been in the relationships that I do. 
And this was the couple from that show, and, and they're the only ones that didn't get married, or how does? Or? No, no, there was a couple that didn't get. Uh, okay. So what happens is like they have twenty something people. Okay. It, um, compete for a shot at love, right? So right, right. They come out. I think it's fair to say too that because they're in a, such a short time period, like that makes people. Like, you're rushing to learn everything about this person before you marry them. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if... I mean, that's, I can't imagine that's scary, right? Because, like, I look at it like... My situation, right? In the past. If I would have made the decision to marry that person... Mm-hmm. In that amount before, like, moving... I would... I would have mm-hmm. been dead. Mm-hmm. I would have been dead. Like, yeah. there's there's no way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Within a year, look at everything that... That's sorry. Fire look at, at... Within a year. Yeah. Within a year, and it just... Yeah. Spiraled. So, taking that into consideration, too, like... Not saying I condone anything he did at all, but I have to give a little bit of grace. Because... You're trying to figure it out. You're trying to figure out, is this person really somebody I can marry... When I'm attracted to this other person, I don't know this person. I have to be all in with this person that I'm like, yeah, I know my mind's over here, but is my heart over here too? Or like my yeah. heart's over here, but my eyes are over here and like I'm supposed to be all over here. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure, emotions. You know, in regards to the time, I'm, I'm a true believer that time means nothing. In especially in love, because you could be with somebody for 10 years mm-hmm. and think it because I'm going to tell you with my experience, I can't speak for anybody else. But for me, mm-hmm. I've been with my husband. It'll we're going on 27 years, 28, um, 28. And um, I don't know him 100%. Mm-hmm. I learned something new. Because he changes. I change every day. And, um, but I will say this. You can learn and feel things and love someone mm-hmm. literally overnight. And have a connection with someone. In days, months, weeks. The better and more um, than with the person you've been with for 10 years. Right. And then, um, like Kai said, in her situation, if she would have you know, married this person or whatnot, it all spiraled. Imagine what, where she could have been within a year. And it could have gone the other way around as well. Mm-hmm. This person could have changed for the better or oh. something. But, you know, again, but again, you know, you, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. those that are on the outside looking in, we don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to judge or it's easy to have an yeah. opinion for in anybody's situation and be like, oh, my God, but they look so good together. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Because we know how to figure things out and so um yeah (laughs) so you know with that being said it's like it's just hard men need a lot of help and they need to learn how to accept it and they need to learn how to ask for it um a lot of women are shutting down too I've noticed Mm -hmm. in this generation or in in these few years back um I've noticed that a lot of women are shutting down a lot of women are like oh I'm gonna match energies I don't I don't match energies. You know why? Because I don't have time to allow your negativity to drain me. I'm going to sparkle. I'm going to shine. I'm going to let my light blind you and your demons because I don't match energies. Um, However, it's just not in me. You know, I can be a bitch, a real one, and everybody knows that. But I'm like the nicest bitch you'll ever meet. Just don't, just don't. It's not contradictory. You know why? It makes sense. Because I will be so nice to you. I will be so nice to you and give you anything and everything I can of me, Mm -hmm. emotionally, whatever I can, you know, financially, no, because I'm always broke. (laughs) But I mean, if I can buy you a coffee, I'll buy you a coffee. My point is that every one of us as human beings, I think um, we all need help in Mm -hmm. some way, shape or form. And it could be just by having a conversation with somebody. It could just be by, okay give me a hug today or smiling all of us need something positive in our lives and when it comes to men I feel that men again need more help than us women because as women we can kind of like regulate and we have this internal instinct we have this 
light that just, it's just for us, you know? And again, that's why we're nurturing. That's why we're mothers. That's why, and men are just technically just providers. They have to work. They have to protect. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to them it's more of a physical thing versus an an emotional or, or spiritual thing. So... I feel that men, especially, again, all of this social media stuff, I'm not so much into all these shows like I used to be before I had my last kid, I'm going to be honest. I don't watch a lot of shows, and when I do, I binge watch. The ones I've watched was The Handmaid's Tale, little things like that. Um, But when all these things come up on my social media, like a reels, oh, did you see this? I kind of get a little invested in it just to see what's going on. But I have noticed that pattern, that women are shutting down and they're like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to match your energy. I'm going to do that. And men are like, oh, well, let's just do this and that. We're going to go back and forth. Yeah. 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 It's it's just... Our society is just not... Everybody's hurt, in my opinion. Everybody's hurt. Nobody wants to just be like, all right, look, let's... Like, everybody Everybody. needs to heal, I think. Yeah. And just be like, okay, look, like, I'm definitely the type that's going to be the first to say I've been very like I'm independent I'm going to do it with or without you so like what are we doing but I'm also learning that it's okay to be like oh okay so you want to take me out that's great you want to buy something for me that's great oh like I want to do something nice for you and so I am now because I was kind of on that little hype too like I'm going to match your energy but that's not me so I have a few friends that I'm like, okay, so if I'm thinking about you, I'm going to call you. I'm going to text you. Mm-hmm. If you don't answer, you don't answer. I just had a friend that I called, I think yesterday, and they haven't answered the phone the last 10 times I've called them. And I get it, they're busy, whatever, they're not even in the same state. But mm-hmm. then I got a text message back at like 2 o'clock in the morning because they're in a different state, right? And they were just like, yo, like, that means a lot. Like, you know, I'm I'm busy. I'm not just, like, avoiding your calls or anything like that. Like, I appreciate that. And so I think and just those good. little things. Yeah. yeah, like little things. Like, people want to know that they are loved and cared about. And everybody's so defensive, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're all busy. Everybody's got things going on, right? And, like, it's a phone call. It's just a phone call. It's a text yeah, or message. Even it doesn't. Text. It doesn't. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't cost okay, I'm really me anything. Busy. When I get a chance, I'll text right. you back. It's all good. Like I'm not. I'm not tripping because at the end of the day, if something were to happen to me, to anybody, at least those people know. Like, hey, I was thinking about you, or you know, I, like I don't want to be thinking about like, dang, I should have because I've had people like. I was supposed to go meet up with somebody and then now they're no longer here. And I'm like, dang, if I would have just saw them that one last time, you know. Mm-hmm. But as far as like the the energy and things like that, like like Clara said, I don't I don't have time. Like I just want to be who I am and how I am and you take it or leave it because. But I also think going back to the Bartiz and Nancy thing, I think it's hard when you struggle with kind of knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Even even though Nancy was like killing the game, right? She was a bad she was yeah, a boss. She was gorgeous. I think she still kinda had a lot of like self doubt in mm-hmm. really fully being like, Yeah, I'm a, I'm a baddie, like, you know? And I think we all kinda do. Everybody in society has some type of doubt. Mm-hmm. Um and so those little comments hurt, right? Yeah, like But I also think he kinda of fell off that. Yeah, like for, he sure. Knew, he for, sure. Mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. But it's it that back to that to the we were yeah. saying. Some yeah. people are yeah. malicious, some are not. And right. some people feed off of these things mm-hmm. and then they progress. But some people also use that as a way to like kinda hype themselves up because you can't blame him for thinking he's God's gift to earth. Because as at for me, I'm uh, yes, I'm God's gift to earth. Mm-hmm. Like well, you can't knock me for being being confident in myself that can't be a uh, a flaw right because we that's where we should be we should believe that like there's nobody else out here like me mm-hmm. you are lucky to have me in your life that can't be a flaw See, there's no. a difference between i think confidence and narcissism mm-hmm. because when you're confident I, like i i generally appreciate someone who is confident like i do mm-hmm. like you you think you're you're all that in a bag of chips great but what kind of chips 
Takis? No. Cheetos. Salt and vinegar? Hot Cheetos. Uh, hot Cheetos gets stale um, really quick, though. But Salt and vinegar is good. Yeah, it is. Hot Cheetos. And Not, uh, <laughs> so, like, prefer when you when you put someone else down, though, yeah, because you think you're all that. And I'm I better than you. Else, yeah. That's when I feel like it's different. Well, I have something to say in terms of, I've always told my kids this. There always will be somebody better than you, smarter than you, mm -hmm. and something, okay? But you're also smarter than them and better than them and something else. Yeah. So do not ever put yourself down because there's going to be a lot of people that are going to do that for you. Right. But like you said, we are a gift to people. We, we really are. We Our presence, just being here, is a big, like, a big, big blessing, whatever you want to call it, because we all have our own purpose right. you know but there are people women and men who do think that they and they go around this lifetime making people feel like shit because it boosts their ego and um it's just really hard and going back again to the show that we're talking about uh lawsuits and all that stuff for the emotional abuse physical abuse and stuff like that it is hard if you have no proof when it comes to the emotional sexual or any psychological. Uh, psychological abuse however I feel that people will know, especially if they have professional psychiatrists, psychologists, counselors on these shows, they will know how, uh, how to identify certain factors or certain things of some yeah. type of abuse. Again, our reactions to things have a lot to do with the type of abuse we have endured. Um, our, so a lot of people, you know, they say, well, there's no way you can tell. I mean, you don't need to be a professional uh, to see people's behaviors. Mm -hmm. You right. really don't. So, I mean, as a professional, you can kind of lead them and say, hey, maybe do these breathing exercises mm -hmm. or write this to help your mind. But that doesn't mean you have to be a professional to notice behaviors. Yeah. Going to that, uh, moving on to the next couple, because uh -huh. time. Time. Yeah. <laughs> But um, Taylor and JT, I don't think you watched the season on season five. Um, they... They met again in the pod, mm -hmm. got engaged. I think that people were starting to see the difference of how he was acting with her versus her with him. Okay. And they got to, because from the pod, they go to like a mini honeymoon vacation with the other couples and they get to spend time together as the ones who are moving forward with getting married. Right? Oh, okay. So it'll be like, let's say four couples get engaged, all four couples go. go on so they get engaged so. before they see each other. Yeah. So you're in the pods yeah. and you propose when you're mm -hmm. in the pods and there's just the pods you don't see each other. You no, just hear each, each other talk. Yeah, and you mm -hmm. have conversations. That's why I call it love. It's and how long is it for? For two weeks. Okay. Two three weeks before getting oh, engaged, yes. and then they go to a vacation for with two together, weeks. like with the rest of the couple, couple that got engaged for like two weeks, and then they go and live together for another like three weeks mm -hmm. and then they get married. So everything was is within a couple of months, right? Right, like so, a six week span, a month and a half. Something yeah. like that, yeah. Okay. Um, so they do things like that. Well, when they're having this conversation, this guy, he kind of, he at first I was like, oh, he's kind of shy and kind of private, maybe a little bit like mm -hmm. myself, right? Because you could tell he was kind of uncomfortable. And she was not that way. She was goofy and Taylor. She she was one that she's like, you have a nickname? And he's like, not really. You know, I just called me by my initials, like JP. And she was like, I'm going to call you sugar butt. And she was like trying to be mm -hmm. cute. They seemed to start having a connection. He started to kind of open up with her a little bit more. And they were having actual conversations in the pot. He sees her, his face, as soon as the camera like, like shows, shows that he's looking at her, changes. He's disgusted. Like, he looks like he's just not happy to see her at all. Wow. And I'm like, why? She's so pretty. And men are he, more physical. That's why. He didn't like the fact that she was wearing makeup. Yeah, men like, are more he physical. He did not like that. She didn't, mind you, her makeup was probably like mine. Yeah. Very, very subtle. minimal and mm -hmm. subtle. But she had lashes like Kai. So that to him was too much makeup. My windshield wipers. <laughs> okay. That was too much makeup. And that made her a fake person. So he no longer was having conversations with her, and she's like, "Hey, like, I'm gonna talk to you," and yeah. and she goes, "Let's just act like we're in the pods again, and let's have a conversation, trying to bring him out of like like that defense moment. mode." Mm -hmm. And when they're in their room, 
they have a conversation. He, she's like, why are you just so quiet? He goes, why do you keep bringing up that topic? And, like, get over it already. Like, we've talked about it. And she goes, no, we haven't. I've talked. You yeah. haven't said anything. And he's like, like, I just don't like makeup. I like it when you look like this. And mind you, they're about to go to bed so her face is washed. Yeah, water. The only thing that she has is, again, the lashes. lashes. And so lashes are life. They are because you can go to bed with a clean face and still look fabulous. Right. And so she's like, I, need to get my she's, I like wearing makeup. It makes me feel good and I barely wear any makeup. Yeah, yeah. You know, like and he, he kept focusing on that it's too much makeup, it's too much this and I think she realized at that point like I'm not going to be in a relationship where this man is going to dictate what I can and cannot wear. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's also a form of abuse is when you're telling her she cannot, like almost like an author- authoritarian type like relationship where you cannot wear this because I don't want you to. I said no. Because and I like you. Yeah. They try to do the, the whole manipulation. But yeah. I like you this way, okay? But I like myself too. I like me this mm-hmm. way. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what are we doing? No. And then yeah. she left. She was like, you know, they went to breakfast the next morning. They went to different rooms. She ended up getting a different room for the night because she didn't want to be in that space. Mm-hmm. And the next morning, he didn't change his like attitude. He was still cold. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, I'm getting mad at him. Yeah. Because I'm like, she's literally wearing makeup the way I wear makeup, where it's very minimal. Mm-hmm. Like a couple of like maybe foundation, a little bit of blush, highlighter, and maybe a little bit of bronzer. Like, that's it. That sounded like a whole lot of makeup, friend. <laughs> not when it's like super light. When it's like super light. She said like, foundation, blush, highlighter. Bronzer. Yeah, yeah. But maybe. But so, I mean, it, is, it may be a lot of makeup, but you don't. It is, but it's not. It's like, it's not like I always put a full beat on my face. No, like sometimes I'll just put on the gloss and just. Men just don't understand that anyway, so it's not gonna. They, it's not gonna there's happen. no. But still, explaining. Why you, I'm like, why are you yeah. so. And then we go to the reunion. All of the cast members had watched the scenes, they watched it back, and they all noticed how he acted with her. And so they were trying to kind of like dissect what is the problem with makeup. He's like, well, she's pretty, um, she's pretty, and like, so would you date her looking the way that she looks right now? Mind you, they're dressed up fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the reunion, mm-hmm. and he's like, no, again, because she's wearing makeup. Again, it's an issue. And so they're like, are you seeing anybody now? And they, he said yes. And like, does she wear makeup? And he didn't want to answer that. And then someone brings up, they're like, no, she doesn't. So he dates someone who doesn't wear makeup for the simple fact that that's not what he likes. Mm-hmm. But I think that when you start to make someone feel bad about their appearance, mm-hmm. if they had been in a relationship longer, had they actually said I do, got married, I think that it could have led to abusive tendencies when it comes to how she looks. I don't like you wearing this. I don't want you to wear that. If she allowed it to continue. And she, yeah. if, you know, things like that. That to me was very controlling and that can be abusive in mind yeah and I agree with it I totally agree with it with someone who has experienced it now I'm not accusing my husband of anything um but or myself or anything like that but it it has happened in my relationship and I never saw it as abuse until now that I'm in my 40s um and my husband and I are going through so many different things um and I'm not trying to paint him out as a bad person or anything but um because I'm not perfect, but this kind of explains, like, I know that my family, like, my in-laws and stuff, they see it really wrong um, because of the way I used to express myself. Um, I've always had a big mouth anyway. My family knows. I've always talked, you know, and whatever, and I didn't know how to shut up, and if I didn't, didn't I fucking tell you to do something? Stuff like that. Point being is, that's how I spoke to my husband for many years, Um, and when we have the kids, I would, in front of his family, in front of mine, I'd always get shit from my mom, my brothers, his family. They didn't really say it up front, but I know it bothered them just because of the way they treated me. Um, and to this day, you know, but it's like I've said, I'm not excusing my behavior, but it, my my outburst or the way I reacted to him was because of everything that had been bottled up, you know, and my thing is like, we have two babies back to back. You see me struggling with both of them. Help me with one of them. And I would react. That's me. And it goes back to what you were saying. That my whole point with this is 
when we were younger and dating, I did do all of that. I he wanted me to dye my hair a certain way, I dyed it a certain way. He wanted me to dress a certain way, I dressed a certain way. And even then, he was not giving me that value. And when we were first married, it's like I needed the reassurance, like, hey, you are pretty, or hey, that looks nice on you. But then when I didn't get it, I just stopped taking care of myself. Okay, this is what he wants, this is what he's going to get. I gained so, 204, I was to 240 pounds, I had the kids, never really got ready, you know, and, and so it's like, I can't blame him 100%, I take responsibility because I allowed it. So, again, it goes back to that abuse. Um, you can call it abuse, uh, because to me that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And, um, and again, I'm not trying to portray him as like a horrible human being, uh, but that's what he's done. And I allowed it, and then I allowed my reactions to be horrible. Like, you know. So I have a question, though, because I don't necessarily I agree, but I don't agree. Mm -hmm. Because at what point are you... So I've been in a relationship where I literally, like, I'll be wearing something, and they're like, what are you wearing? Like, I think you should wear something else. I don't feel like that's abuse. I feel like... Or because it could go vice versa because I'm going to look at my man and be like, what are you wearing? Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wear something else. Or I don't like your Like, I've no, literally I been with somebody and I'm like, dude, I literally hate your hair like that. Like, yeah, my ex has now cur currently uh -huh. uh, was growing dreads. And I'm like, bro, I literally hate your hair. Mm -hmm. Like, ew. Yeah. But I like, I so I, I think there's. For my line. there's a line between mm -hmm. like I'm gonna do things like I asking my man what color nail should I get what color should I dye my hair yeah. again and like and I'm gonna do what yeah like I'm gonna do necessarily like if he's like I'm I want you to dye your hair I want you to shave your hair off I want you bald no bro not doing that but if he's like oh yeah I think you should dye your hair red and I'm like mm, that's not really what I was thinking but okay like okay but, but see, the way you're mentioning it and the way you're saying it it's just a suggestion hey mm -hmm. I, I would I think that you'd look pretty this way Got it. or you tell your man hey I don't like that hair on you I think if you try this it'd look better so again it's the way we say things mm -hmm. now if you're with someone t this is where I feel the difference between the mental emotional abuses mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. oh you're wearing that that's like you're made, what the what do you mean oh you're wearing that you just uh, I mean, you just the way I dress you it. just made me feel small because yeah. it's like what the what's wrong fuck? with what I'm wearing yeah like you I know you. or or you do your makeup a certain way and they'll be like oh well don't you think that's too much like so it's the, the way show, you say things I think with the show it's backed up with the way you say things not suggesting when it's like I don't want you to wear your hair mm -hmm. like that and you then, should do this and you should do versus this, this would look really it's nice. not like an option yeah, kind of thing where got it. Okay. The line between okay. abuses but I think it's I, when they and it's backed up by them treating you like you're a piece of shit so the the guy though so going back to the the, the guy, guy. Yeah. right so they just met so how come it's fair and, and again I didn't watch the season so this is just a question right how come it's fair to say that you think it would be abusive because he's not like obviously it's not just her specifically right mm -hmm. so how and that's his type is he doesn't like the type the like he doesn't like makeup like that's that's okay but how come it's fair to say you think it would be abusive so, because I feel like abusive is thrown around really lightly and it shouldn't be. Because I think that that could eventually lead to emotional and psychological. Why? Abuse. Because then now you're making this person feel less than because they want to look a certain way and you don't want them to look that but, way. But but that's it, that's not fair. Like that's his like that's what he likes. So to say he's not going to they're not going to continue the relationship, mm -hmm. right? So it's not really fair to say that it's going to be abusive because he may not put himself in that position. Like, they're not together. So you, I feel like it's not fair to say that he's, he could be abusive. I think like, it could have led to being abusive had they stayed together. But so that's saying that he would be abusive. Because I think that that could eventually lead to emotional and psychological abuse. Why? 
because then now you're making this person feel less than because they want to look a certain way and you don't want them to look that but way. But that's not fair. Like, that's his, like, that's what he likes. So to say he's not going to, they're not going to continue the relationship, mm -hmm. right? So it's not really fair to say that it's going to be abusive because he may not put himself in that position. Like, they're not together. So you, I feel like it's not fair to say that he's, he could be abusive I think like, it could have led to being abusive had they stayed together. But so that's saying that he would be abusive. If they were to stay together and he says, like, you do what you want, like, I love you, but do what you want, and then you continuously make this person feel like they're not enough, that they are not good enough, that they aren't pretty enough because they wear makeup, they do something that makes them happy, you are emotionally and psychologically making them feel like they're still this but you're you're taking this yeah. you're taking this like situation that's been a minute and a half let's just say a minute and a half so all, all perfect example x mm -hmm. started growing dreads yeah i hated it mm -hmm. i was like this looks horrible I do not like it. I'm not attracted to you at this moment because your hair looks horrible. Mm -hmm. Of course, I was attracted to him. But, like, I did not like that process. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to cut it. I was like, cut your hair. Was that abusive? I think because you did not like the process and he was trying to tell you, like, hey, like, give it a minute. It's going to look funky at first. Give it a minute. And then you do say, I like everything else about you. I'm attracted to you. I didn't say any of that, though. I said, I do not like this. Cut your hair. I think that that could have led to abusive tendencies if other dynamics of your relationship are affected. But so that, that's I think scary. that's the same exact scenario. No. So when you're like, again, it's just a minute, right? I said that it could have led to abusive tendencies. Yes. Not that it was abused in that moment. Because that it could lead him to have a, abusive tendencies, tendencies torture, torture by trying to control and say, okay, well, I don't like this. I don't want you. It's one thing when you tell somebody, this is what I'm, I, I understand her point and I understand your point. And I feel that if this is where the crossroads is, it, someone's demands, because it's one thing when you tell somebody, hey, I don't like that hair on you, honey, mm -hmm. like, or babe, yeah, or whatever yeah. you want to call them. I don't, I don't like it. Uh, and you need to take it off. Like it's, it, that's fine. That's not abusive. Like just don't wear it like that. Like mm -hmm. fix it. Yeah. Versus, I don't want you to do what you want to do. Yeah. You're just wording it differently. Yeah. That's abuse because but, you're controlling somebody. You wouldn't like it. it we had this, you just yeah, said it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd like you with red hair. I want yeah, to see yeah. what red hair looks on you. Yeah. It, versus. You need to dye your hair red yeah. because that's what I like. But I also think so. What the well, like what Maya is saying is, if he told her, well, that's not what I like. I don't like you like that. You need to take that off. Da 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 da. da. This is what I like. If it would have continued, it would have been a control thing. Like, hey, and take those lashes off. Mm -hmm. I want you to wear those shoes. Mm -hmm. I w that's abuse. But I think it also comes like I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's. Say, I but I think I think the moment you say. It could have led to any any relationship could lead to to abusive behaviors. Yeah, period. Yeah. And that's but I think parents, siblings, uh huh, uh huh, work environment, anything. anything. But I think again, I think abuse gets thrown around really lightly, and it it, sh it should not be because I definitely feel like one the fact that my ex had confidence and was like, "Screw you, I'm mm -hmm. gonna do what I gotta do," mm -hmm. and then. Years later, his dreads are now down to the middle of his back, and they're freaking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm like, oh, okay. Like, now I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But the fact that I'm a woman coming to you and saying, like, no, cut your hair mm -hmm. is completely different than if it was vice versa, mm -hmm. right? Right. And that's not fair either. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't see it that way. Okay. I see your point, and I don't see it that way. It's, so but people do see it that way. The moment you say, that it could have led to, to to abusive tendencies is already you're labeling him as an abuser. So I don't think that he, again, like, I think some people don't intentionally abuse initially the person that they're mm -hmm. with. But I think in his case, in a case like that, where you're saying, I'm not going to talk to you or have a conversation with you, even though you're my relation because you're wearing makeup. I think he just wasn't attracted to her. Like makeup, mm -hmm. like... 
That's, a, that's abusive tendencies. And it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Men yeah. push women away by making them feel bad about themselves because they don't want to take accountability for the way they are fucking up. Yeah. That's the way I see it. So, yeah, that's that. I see your point where we could be labeling him as how he can have abusive tendencies. But at the end of the day, it goes back to the initial conversation. Men will never take accountability for nothing. Mm-hmm. And that is 100% proven through history. Through history. Mm -hmm. So what men tend to do, um, and a lot of women learned a lot, so women can manipulate Mm -hmm. really good. Again, Mm -hmm. men have this tendency of being labeled, like Kai said, as abusers Mm -hmm. because of the way they speak and the way they approach certain situations, and yet women are always the victim. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of women know how to play victim Uh so they can get into situations that are going to benefit them and hurt others. Uh, So, again, it goes back to what we said. Men, yeah, they're labeled. So are women. Oh, women, this, that, that. But my point is this. Like, I I, I understand where Maya is going to where it's not. I, I don't feel that she's technically labeling him as an abuser. She's just seeing in her perspective what behaviors he has that can lead him to have these, I guess, moments, moments of turning into be, or him becoming an abuser. Um, because, again, it's the control thing. That's abuse. So you're right. People take abuse lightly and they use the word and throw it around. But anytime you're controlling or trying to control someone or something, that's abusing whatever power you have, in my mm-hmm. thought. So, um, again, the way we approach things, I don't like that haircut on you. Or, babe, those shoes don't go with that outfit. Mm-hmm. It's totally different. Yeah. yeah. Versus, I want you to wear this. Right. I want you well, to like do this. So, state- to me, that's already. From the, from the statements, though, I, yeah. like, if people people process things differently, again, the show, I think, doesn't do do justice, justice right yeah, yeah because like if you just found out oh shit i'm about to marry this person and they wear makeup and i'm not attracted to her like oh fuck, how am i gonna get out of this because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's how i see it yeah. it's like he's again, sitting back he's and he's like to- oh shit how do i get out of this yeah, yeah. But i'm not attracted to her i'm not i'm not gonna have that conversation what do you mean yeah. i'm not gonna sit here and look at you and be like i'm not attracted to you. you're ugly as shit how are you gonna have that conversation? No, respectfully, not like that. Like you, you but have that conversation. You can like, sit down and be like, "Hey, you know what? I had different people perspectives. Don't, I had a different idea. People don't do that, though. Like, that's let's be I'm real. Saying. People that's don't do that. So that's so exactly. So, in my yeah. opinion, if you already know, if you already know this man struggles communicating or has been closed off before, mm-hmm. she went in knowing that, right? Mm-hmm. And again, not taking anything from her or any Wait, of that. I thought but that they had good conversations in the pod. They she, didn't, at first, she, at first it was. Couple, uh, and then once they saw each other, it changed. I no. Oh, okay. I thought it all changed once. No. Their first two dates. It was like. He was in the pod, like, they didn't see each other. He was like, shut off. They didn't see each other. He was kind of like quiet, but I understood it because you're in a pod. Right. You don't know. Yeah. Kind of like stuck, right? But then he ended up having opening up, opening up having conversations mm-hmm. with her mm-hmm. in the pod. Okay. But when they saw each other after that, and they go to Mexico, fueron a Cancun for the little mini honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. He was zero conversation with her. He was talking to everybody else but her. Okay, so I'm still confused. So in the pods, before uh-huh. they even saw each other face to face, all they heard was their voices. You don't meet until you get to Mexico. They, no. But they had good conversations. Yes, in the first two like meeting meetups. How many meetups did they have total they before they saw each other? A total of like twelve dates prior to. Seeing so only the first two were good conversations. No, the rest he shut down. The first two he was kind of like shy. Oh, off. okay, and then so yeah. the other ten they were fine. They were uh-huh. fine. But I think if and you're then meeting each other, I, no conversations. So I think if you're not, if you meet somebody, somebody, I mean. Not necessarily me not because I'm not very them. shy and you're not attracted to them and you're not confrontational. If if you're not that person that's going to have those difficult conversations, you're going to shut down. You're going to fall back. Mm-hmm. Regard, like I can have a conversation with anybody and everybody right, right. because I, I don't care about what they got going on. If I have this connection and I knew I had this connection with this person and I'm a good person, it's gonna, I'm going to struggle and think about like, okay, so... 
I just connected with this person. I'm not attracted to them. I don't like that they wear makeup. So how do I get out of this respectfully, not hurt their feelings, mm -hmm. but get out of it? Talk to us. So we're going to have that answer when we come back because we are almost out of time. This is going to be a two-part episode. Please stick around for part two where we'll discuss the end of that no, conversation with Taylor <laughs> JP about how you have that conversation and also talk about Renee Poche. I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, um, and her lawsuit against the production company mm -hmm. and Tran Dang, her lawsuit against the company of Love is Blind. Mm -hmm. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Before we go, Clara, you want to say adios? Adios. Nos vemos. Bye. Adios, guys. Thanks for tuning in, mi gente. Remember to tell your friends to tell their friends so that way we can be friends. Con todos se puede hablar. Adios. Bendiciones.